0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to the afternoon show of Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz. Founder, along with my wife, uh, we we started this all 25 years ago, or in the 25th, it might be we're in the 26th. Now I'm not sure how if I'm saying it right. Uh, we started with ElijahList.com. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you're watching us on Elijah's streams. We're kind of all connected. So uh, God bless you. Welcome to the afternoon show. We're going to bring Johnny Enlow here in just a minute. Um, A quick announcement that on tomorrow, Thursday, is Hank Kooneman. And I had the others written down. Oh, and Cash Patel is on Friday. And then on Monday, Johnny uh, Enlow will be on again. So it's going to be great great, great Uh, next few days. So, all right, without further delay, let's bring in Johnny Enloe Unfiltered. Here we go.
0: 1349 hours, declaring it a riot.
2: My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children.
1: And greetings to Johnny and Elizabeth today. We get you both. Yay. Someone's finding to correct you when you make a mistake, Johnny. We read we <laughs> that from time to time. <laughs> it needs to be at least a couple of us. <laughs> anyway, we're excited to have you. I mean, I'm very excited and, uh, to have you both. Um, you know, First of all, I know you're going to present whatever's on your heart about this election, so I'm going to just about throw it to you in a second. And then when you're all done, we'll do some questions uh, since we have you here. So that'd be great. So, Johnny, take it away. See what God's got. To, let's see what God's got to, to share on this election. Well,
2: yes. And, you know, part of me wearing uh, this hat is actually intentional, not trying to sell the hat. I don't think we have any more of the hat, so that, But it's H214 and um, Habakkuk 214. And there's a reminder in that Habakkuk 214 is the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the lord okay. as as the waters cover the sea so this is a starting point for our conversation this is where we are headed this is what is coming in our future and so we have processes in between that uh, but there's been a progression towards that happening You know, I might, maybe I might on Monday go through the progression from 7,000 years ago, 7,000 years of history in that direction. We're going into a progressive knowledge of the Lord. And in that, there's stages that we're entering into that um, have never been uh, available, we'll say, for people on the earth. And let me give an example.
1: Yeah.
2: So there are scores of scripture in the Old Testament that talk about whether it's you know isaiah 2 2 in the last days the mountain of the house of the lord exalted in the tops of the mountains and and the nations come running to the household of of uh, of the lord and says the same thing in micah 4 4 and then there's all these scriptures that just speak of justice coming and and where everyone will have their own grapevine and fig tree and, right. and uh, there's just uh, you know these times of peace freedom prosperity and what most, um, uh, I suppose most aren't even aware of it, but, but most who look into them have uh, wrongly positioned them as as something that happens, we'll say, in in the millennium after Christ returns or something or another. And if you look at the context of all of them, there is always the enemy there as well. So it's a progression and growing in that it's not... Um, It's not because some sudden event like the return of Christ has taken place or, uh, you know, a sudden event, some Mm -hmm. explosion, and we're in the millennium that it happens. There's a progressive reveal of the kingdom of God on planet Earth that eventually leads to a time where nations are affected. That's why he said, Psalms, to ask of me and I'll give you the nations for an inheritance. So there are things that have never, even been able to be considered as um, realistic um, for believers who would read the Bible, literally those who would contend for freedom and justice the way we are. The only reason we can be so and even disappointed if we didn't see justice and freedom as quick as we thought, is because it's close enough, um, it's close enough to taste and we've had some level of it. And if you go back into 7,000 years of human history, it's essentially that's not existed. That's not mm-hmm. existed for most, most of the time. The children of Israel from a sliver of time, mainly during David's and part of Solomon's reign, mainly, is when there was some, uh, some of the promises that we would say that are in the Old Testament of abundance, of freedom, of justice. Of, of things that, are, that were put into our Constitution of the United States of America by men of God and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, whether they knew, knew it or not, those things have not been uh, available before, but they, but they are now. And that's why there is, um, there is a reveal taking place of controllers of the world, the, the Luciferian cult, that has been operating in the tops of the mountains of every nation on planet earth. We saw how they uh, worked together, conspire together, forget about it being a conspiracy theory, 100% conspiracy fact. Uh, there was a conspiracy, they pulled it off. They managed to run all the nations under um, the the whole COVID matter, the whole vaccine, everything about it, the parts of it that were You know there was a bioengineered weapon released on planet Earth, but then it didn't do as much damage as they thought, and so then they had to do more damage with vaccines and subsequent vaccines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's an exposure and reveal of of this people and of this system, and we're headed to freedom from it. This goes again. The book I wrote, The End of the World as We Know It, in March 2020, before so, mm-hmm. so much of this was out—the uh, end of the world as we know it—and I was announcing a new kingdom era. So the kingdom era we're headed into—that this is all birth pains for. This goes towards Habakkuk two fourteen. So before I get started in addressing yesterday's uh, election, we want to just connect to the big picture of what it's all about, where we're going, and we're uh, we're in, we're on a path. Uh, Irrevocable path of kingdom advancement hmm. that's what's happening. In fact, I'll read that scripture first, then I'll, then I'll address it yesterday. Sure. And um, it's a well-known scripture, but it's the book of Daniel, and it's chapter two. and so this is where Daniel was having these these dreams that, that spoke of a time um, that's even now, you know, verse 44. And in the days of these kings. This is really announcing Jesus. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to the other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. So just keep that up for a second. That, that just is worth reading again. In the days of these kings, it's all these other rulers on planet earth. It's these who have controlled people and systems forever. The, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom. We know Jesus came and he said, change the way you think and repent. The kingdom of heaven is here. He announced it. He brought it. He released it. He gave us the assignment to being stewards of this kingdom, of advancing this kingdom. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all other kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. So this is, we'll say, the super meta-narrative that we are operating to. And so this is the direction we're going. Now, if we can back up and see from this big picture, it is, it is, that's the storyline we're a part of. And we're privileged to mm-hmm. live at a time where it has been determined that we... Have a birthing of this next era of the kingdom. Oh. So now, as it relates to yesterday, and I know I still know they're counting votes and other things. It really doesn't matter matter to me. I don't know if people will remember from Monday. And um, I know I was with Kelsey on Mondays. It was Steve, right. but one of the things I said, and she had to ask about it again. I said the worst things are on. Tuesday or after the election, the better things will be soon enough.
1: Well, well, I wasn't here for that show, so I, yeah, I'm hearing that. I've heard about. We've only just begun, you know. I, I, I could have said, I could have written those words out because that was, you know, that's our generation. But I, I had those words done. I even prophesied that word to to a couple people.
2: Well, that day. you know, and I'll just go ahead and say his name anyway because Ricky Skaggs was watching the show, and he. Had I had a text email waiting for me, where he gave me all the words, and he said, "This awesome. is absolutely prophetic." And yeah, the words of that song, oh my goodness, when I, uh, the new horizons uh, ahead of us, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't even realize how supernatural. I mean, it was like I barely woke up this morning. I had, I had said Monday, I said, Holy Spirit, what's the line for today? It says we've only just begun to live. I go Carpenter song, and um, of course Jesus is a carpenter too. We didn't put
1: awesome. that.
2: Awesome, in- yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Put put that in it. But it, and it, so But back to what I said. So this part is I'm not having to retract anything that I said on Monday, because I said the worse it goes initially, the better. I said, yes, theoretically, would it be wonderful for there to be a red wave and we have majority in the House, in the Senate? And I said, yeah, theoretically, I said, but I don't believe it's going to happen.
1: You, and is that right? You did. huh? I didn't. Wow.
2: Uh, you know, I probably should have found that splice and put it out there. I wrote it in my notes. Yeah. And and so because if you understand what the objectives are here, I it's absolutely the worst thing possible that could have happened is for there to have been the red wave, such as we're talking about, where it would now look like we don't really need to address the broken electoral system. Because what's being... Revealed and released, and it's what we're going to find more and more, is how much more fraud was done this time. I mean, I'm here uh, already of uh, someone who was elected in Pennsylvania who was dead, but they were on. Uh, somebody had put them on, and so they won Uh-oh. an election. And there's. By the way,
1: when you say how much more fraud, do you mean how much additional fraud, or do you mean how much more fraud than the last uh, 2020? Both. Oh, okay.
2: And, you know, I will state this part not as prophetic. I'll state what I'm going to say right now um, as a statement that I believe will be proven true. um, That we'll see that this is part of a continuing sting operation that good military is doing. And it's part of a reveal that is necessary. Um, One reason why it's not that big of a deal, it's nothing that great to uh, cheer for is uh, whether we have in quote republican congress and republican senate is when you have so many rhinos and so many of these names that president trump had to def- you know he had to speak on behalf of them almost like to give them another chance and almost like they're the the lesser poison versus who the other uh, alternative well, was yeah i
1: mean they are the lesser poison the lesser evil i mean I, I it's frustrating because you don't hate to vote for them but if you have no other choice
2: and there's so many of them. So there's not, was like, it was not, Elizabeth and I had to keep talking ourselves into voting uh, yesterday as well. It was like, okay, let's do it more as a spiritual statement rather <laughs> no. than, uh, it wasn't like this is making a lot of, a lot of difference because we knew yeah. Dominion, uh, the Dominion system, the, and, and what was the other, um, Anyway, they, they hadn't corrected the the cheating. The, the you still hadn't the,
1: corrected it, yeah.
2: No, so it's like, what's what's the point? And we understand that 2020 was the election that had massive proof. They still have it. The military still has it. And so the question is strategically, why haven't they used it yet? And and so there's there are reasons. There's a reasons they want to do another run and be able – we understand that this time, as opposed to last time, they actually announced – uh, in some way, I think even Fox News announced it. so it's not just we'll say through the Patriot Network of Communications that there are 14 states having uh, heightened cybersecurity from, I think, the National Guard. And of course, it was basically in the states where it was known there's going to be contention and all that. And you get an idea. I won't name them right now, um, but there's some, you know, even in the states where um, you have. The governor's in the governor's race where you have the Republican concedes too quickly when you actually know there's fraud there. You're like another exposure. And then it's brought up a whole nother line of conversation. Maybe Trump is is the problem and we need to go to Ron DeSantis. I'll just tell you the deep state would would love. There's a reason they're not going to it's not to say Ron DeSantis is bad because he's done a lot of good things. But they do not want him destroyed because they view him as the only one that could, uh, uh, in their minds. Um, that, so they
1: want that, to take care of DeSantis, so DeSantis would take care of Trump in their thinking, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: And, and so there's a reason why Trump has made a couple of comments about DeSantis, and even released not that long ago a tweet saying, "Huh? Isn't it amazing? I got 1.1 million more votes." <laughs> yeah, good. Right. and it's not just bragging there's a point he's he's making for those making these ideas and plans and especially with the rumoring of him announcing uh, uh that he has an announcement to make that some think might be about running uh in 2024 but i will tell you at no time has trump conceded the 2020 election That's right That's there right. are things that have happened i've said them before i'm not going to say them again there's there's There are a ton of things going on behind the scenes, and it is headed towards good. It's headed towards kingdom advancement. These are things, you know, uh, I pointed out Monday as well. The Lord says there's going to be you're going to be known as before and after Trump. I'm using him. You can go all the way back to whether it's uh, Kim's prophecy in 2007, Trump will be my Trump. And so there is; it it announces a new day, and we're going into a kingdom era of the next level of freedom, where finally the nations can begin to contend for the advanced promises of Scripture. In essence, we have been out of promised land of Scripture because it hasn't been an option. It's sort of like being under Egypt, in Egypt under the Pharaohs, and trying to read about you know the promises of God. What's like for them? I, I want to take you to land. That flows with milk and honey, a land of provision, abundance. Your family can be taken mm-hmm. care of. Um, kind of an Isaiah 61 scenario I've been talking about where there are, you know, ruined cities that are fixed. Desolate generations being repaired. And so that's the good news God, God has. That is for sure unchanged where we're headed. And what just took place is just actually um, it, it's... Well, there's nothing that was bad. I, I Literally, we had the conversation with Elizabeth and, and it was like, uh, you know, it really would be the worst thing possible for us to like feel all of a sudden where, you know, there's no more um turmoil within us. Oh, yes, we won. Uh, uh, this election, and so we're headed towards something. It would be a self-delusion. Well, because- you
1: know, even a, I was thinking about this today, even if that happened and suddenly every, it was just a sweep, a red wave, we would have a tendency to say, President Trump, by his own strength in all of these rallies, he pulled it off, and we wouldn't go to the Lord so much and we wouldn't need to fix the election so much, and we wouldn't worry about the machines so much. Yeah, so it has it has to somewhat fail us in this time period, almost by strategy. By, by, it just has to, I guess.
2: It, it has to. This is part of the reveal. This is part of the necessary, back to the promo, the pain yeah. is for the awakening. There's not enough awakened. There, there are not enough awakened. We see that Brazil has... Hundreds of thousands still doing the streets. I don't know about today, um, but you know, for many, many days after their election, and where are these people congregating? They're congregating outside military barracks, and they're demanding their military to respond. They're not even appealing constitutionally, like we have a constitution. They're appealing to military to recognize um, the steal that's taking place there. And so, I, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that comes out. And I'm not saying that Americans need to hit the streets. Um, and I'm not calling for that to happen. But you can tell we're not awake enough yet uh, because there's it doesn't hit that nerve. It, it hasn't hit that place of, we'll say, the same desperation for freedom or whatever, the same panic over being turned over to communism in the world system, uh, the world Luciferian order. Um there is, you know, that that hasn't hit, perhaps if they keep, you know, before the day, end of the day, you never know how they might try to do the next level of steel uh, tied into whether, um, you know, particularly Arizona, Carrie Lakes gets in or not. Whatever. I'm not worried about it either way. And In a way, for me, it's almost better if it's worse. Because it will it will keep the disturbance the proper disturbance on us, yeah. the pain for the awakening. We were not we're not close to it being okay. We did not need to leave this election. And say, wow, things are looking up. We we can just go. No, we cannot. The 2020 election still sits there as a massive steal, and it still remains there. And this is the proof uh that backs it up even to the next level yeah
1: you know yeah what you're talking about maybe think of star wars i'm not really an, an aficionado of, of all of the star wars movies but that whole thing about i sense a disturbance in the force or there's a stu- it's like if we don't have a disturbance in the force i'm talking about the evil force and they might have been talking about the good one if there's not a disturbance then we can't engage there's no battle to engage right so we need to have we're not talking about actual physical battle with weapons but but you know spiritual and and um whatever the other metaphor would be for getting to work all of us you know
2: exactly and i know and i'll let elizabeth jump in here in a in a second um but i know that for we'll say patriots and believers when hanging in there you can get discouraged in in the long in the short run of it all that's why i pulled you out first hey big picture we're headed towards massive change shift of the ages it's happening now it's clearly happening and um whether whether the you know the the worst part of the storm is within a day or two or a week or two or a month or two or whatever it is in hindsight it's going to be considered very little like people don't remember that the Declaration of Independence was done seven years before it was actually I'm not saying there's a seven year process, but it was a seven year. We, we look to in the Declaration of Independence and how brave they were to proclaim liberty. Um, and, and, and yet it was a seven year process before it was what was declared was actually a, a, a reality. So there is once a, a, a kingdom intent is, is released. It's just, it's relentless. There's a relentless from the Lord's standpoint, from the king's standpoint, what he's doing, what he's pushing the nations of the world into is relentless. And there can be a hiccup of a delay. It's the same type of delay that Pharaoh, it's the roadblocks Pharaoh can put up. All they do is throw another, um, they throw another plague in his direction. Mm. And, and, and for, you know, just an analogy that comes to mind, just think of the great, uh, deliverance of children of the children of Israel that, after the Passover, the Red Sea deliverance, and all that. It's like, what was the timetable of the Lord there? Mm. Well, it wasn't really, it, it's not that it operated, the Lord said this date or this time. And we're kind of, I'm saying this because there's a similarity here. There's like two forces, there's two different forces mm. that more determine the timetable. The Lord's just going to do it. Like he told Moses in Exodus three, I've descended, I've come, I've seen the people, their bondage. I'm come to set you free. And he initiated a process. He didn't really give him a date. It worked out super conveniently Passover because they started Passover anyway. So that's how you can be sure the date starts. But what happened is there there are two factors. They the people responded and there's a whole thing that is 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 a big deal right now. There's a, a contingency on the people, we the people awakening. And that's part of even, we'll say, the good people, the good military people, the people that are above the pay grade that we know about mm-hmm. that are working on things. They they need to see enough uh, of an awakening. And so there had to be. So what's the first thing? There had to be for there to be a Red Sea deliverance. The people of Israel had to leave Egypt. So there had to be an awakening to do that. They weren't going to get set free without it. Number two, the t- Pharaoh and his chariots had to attempt to end them. So there was an initiative they had that then accelerated the Lord's response. So even for, you know, some of, we'll say the inner patriot communications and people have, who have intel or supposedly have intel spoke of a false, you know, false flag events, major false flag events that would take place. Mm-hmm. And and um, and they actually this thing's not over yet. So they could. And that means where there is some distraction that is put up by the deep, deep state design for distraction or even to throw the nation into anywhere from uh, uproar to civil war to distraction. And and there, they mm-hmm. always a possibility of doing. Let me finish this one part. Yeah, yeah, go it. for it. Go but for there. it. But there is a, the, you know, So the Red Sea was, they were, they were coming down onto the children of Israel. They were close, enough for the children of Israel were, ah, Lord, we're about to be taken down. Wow. And so they, the enemy, created the dynamics for the Red Sea covering them because they initiated a death march onto the children of Israel. So there is a reality that there are some things, there's probably some expectation that deep state elements would pull that off but perhaps the deep state elements knew they had enough of the cheat in order that they didn't have to resort to that. So all those are just, uh, uh, just well, different measures that don't matter in the big picture. They're just little time uh, situations that that are changing for us.
1: Well, and one reason to you know we would not want to sit on our laurels, even at, regarding prayer and watching and preparing, because what you're saying is even if it had gone. Swimmingly good for the red, the red states, and we had a red wave, and that could have, and I think what you're saying is that could have opened the door to the uh, deep state and left to to pull off a false flag event, meaning a, either a fake nuclear war start, or, and that's what you're saying. Even if this goes, even if in 24 hours from now we go, you know, whew, we thought we weren't going to get the the house, now we got the house, and now we got the Senate. That doesn't for that doesn't prevent the deep state from saying, now watch this and, and throwing something really dangerous in the air. Is that kind of what well, you're saying?
2: Well, in a way, th- that could happen more towards whatever they're afraid that President Trump's going to announce.
1: Okay. But it would okay. be more
2: an attempt to interrupt. There, was, there were reasons why they would try to interrupt the election, like if they thought they could not get enough, um, if they could not accomplish enough to hold some power in the House and Senate. Yeah. They could have done the other. So these are, but I want people to see the fluid measures that are, are with us. and Like the precision of, uh, for people to expect there to be a date called when exactly everything happens, e- whether it's even by intel in quotes. You know, it's, does the enemy decide, again, the children of Israel's deliverance was ultimately the timeline was uh, imposed by the enemies, by Pharaoh's decision to take out the children of Israel. If he doesn't charge them, there is no reason for there to be a deliverance. And and so anyway, Elizabeth, do yeah. you have anything right now uh, on that? There's always more, but you know, I just know yeah. you're always getting something here.
0: Well, it's
3: great how you're continually calling us up to the bigger narrative, the bigger picture, and that orients us in the midst of all the you know, day to day parts, aspects of this. For me personally, I genuinely thought um, something big was going to go down, and we were going to see the storm that's been talked about for so right. long now. Um, you know, like yesterday or the day before. Right. You know, it. So you don't want to be disappointed that there wasn't that, but yet for me, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to this, is it's this feeling of, like, the boy who cried wolf. Like, yeah. you hear, to the best of your ability, when you hear someone speak prophetically, when you hear someone speak, you know, what they say is their opinion, or intel, depending on who you listen to. Maybe some people still watch some of the regular conservative news, whatever. You're, you're listening for what resonates in your spirit. And every right. time that brought up as there's going to be some kind of major um he calls it a reveal but something that's public enough that that it's like finally you know something has something is shifting that resonated with me it resonated with my spirit and so it continues to and it reminds me you know i think the hardest part of our relationship with god whether it's somebody being prophetic giving a prophetic word or just you know us average people that are just trying to learn God's voice in our lives the hardest part of that is always timing yeah. and you know we just have to get used to that we're we're just it's hard to be in sync with God who is timeless when we are <laughs> in
0: time
1: i know well he creates the time uh, and knowing it's going to be very problematic for us, you know, he's in a, I want to make a comment too about when Trump did that speech the other night, was it on the night before the election or when, when was that? When he did that, he goes to Ohio.
0: The night and, before. And Thanks for listening. The Elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner, go to elijahstreamscom slash give
1: everything he did. And all the commentators that he, Fluffed up with their personal belief that he was going to announce that night, the other a couple of nights ago. He absolutely sucked people in. I don't know what he was planning. I I think later, because Melania is probably going to walk out on those stairs with him, and the music is unbelievably timed, and Trump is a showman, and here his family is all sitting there off the plane, and they're getting ready for the big show. They got off the backside and came around, and he comes out and walks up there and starts his normal stump speech. And then uh, towards the end, oh, by the way, uh, not to detract from this, but I'm going to make an announcement on the 15th. He suckered them in. Yeah. And I I wondered what the military was listening to at that moment to see what they were about to do. You know, I don't know if your thoughts. are I just that's really not what you were talking about. But I wanted to just mention well, that. Well,
2: exactly. And so we're at war, and so yeah. in the war there is the release of of intel and the release of almost intel. Yeah, I know you even had uh, and you'll have again Cash Patel. Yeah great friend of trump and cash patel was doing a so i've been asked to come up to ohio and he uh, yeah there and he did this wink wink and it was almost either he didn't know either or he's also helping feed the whole thing that he's going to make an announcement and part of the reason there is you see if that uh, i think i mentioned on monday that it's it will say giving the deep state another opportunity if they decide they want to do something like go after him to stop it yeah so but um again they can fast forward if they push certain buttons by they the deep state if they push certain advanced buttons they do accelerate their demise and in the absence of them doing that their demise is still coming yeah but it's it there are different ways it can happen and we sort of The reason for the overview to start with kind of the big picture and the long picture, the marathon perspective is, listen, this is where we're going and it's happening. It's happening in our day and it's going to be soon enough um, that it's going to be what marks us and our generation. And it will be known as before and after time period. This will be known as the period we went into light, into kingdom light, Mm -hmm. a kingdom era, into Uh, uh, an era of freedom such as has not been experienced for the nations of the world. And so the gatekeepers at this, so this new era we're going, the gatekeepers there are the oppressors. Mm -hmm. So the oppressors have to be gone through. The mafia, Satan's mafia has to be gone through. And then there's the freedom to go ahead. It doesn't mean it's, you know, some are, are, are anywhere from projecting to prophesying. A millennial time period is going to be peace on earth and everything, and I, I haven't really gone on the record. I'm not trying to attack that, but I don't believe I don't believe we're going into a hundred percent utopia. Utopia, yeah. yeah. It's going to be even if you look at it scripturally. All these places, even the Promised Land that the children of Israel went there's. It's an opportunity for freedom and prosperity and justice, but it's going to be fought against the very we're the pioneering nation. We're the yeah. gift. America is the gift of God for the nations, showing His intention. And so He was behind even the formation of our Constitution, which grants these rights of freedom and justice. And 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 so these things are. Uh, there's a reason why the enemy has attacked the very foundations of America, the American Constitution, the Republic, and everything. And in ways we didn't even know what had gone on behind the scene. And this is a time of restoration for what God is doing. It's still good. Again, for those who who are um, discouraged, like I, we could give a, you know, a Trump even was releasing a sort of encouraging position. Hey, um, you know, of the candidates that I endorsed 200, I think the last number is 219, one and 16 lost Two hundred nineteen one and 16. That's a lost.
1: Huge win. Talk about batting a thousand, man. That's really good.
2: Well, they, yeah. And, but, Here's the deal. If you want to look at the negative, is 75 percent of voters said the country's going in the wrong direction, but not one incumbent uh, governor or senator was flipped. Not one incumbent Democrat. At, at least That's as
1: far as we, the, we don't know how much was stolen, right? So it's right. You know, right. It's a. It's kind of a commentary, and it may not be a commentary at all because right. it may have all been faked again. I don't know. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, it could become a, called an election denier for uh, for saying the type of things we're, we're saying. But we'll see. There's already just within 24 hours, you know, Michael Lindell was already uh, they they caught uh, through through what through his intel, we'll say his way of uh, his his election security, he, uh, like over a million um, votes in some way or another. And really. And, and all over the place, the reports. I don't know if you haven't seen. I'm not going to go go into them all because we're not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be on the side. Yes, fight to make sure um, that every vote is counted in this and that. We there's. I believe the reason. I think I said this on Monday as well. That President Trump wanted everybody voting is because there there is going to be. Uh, the, there is um, the goods on the election are available through the military intel. Yeah. And so you wouldn't know the real numbers on the steal that at some point will be released to the American people. Um, and so you won't know the real the real numbers unless everyone who's you know done with elections, because we now know it's clear that 2018, we, we went to 2020. That was the the steal of the presidential election. But 2018, um, and actually, literally for decades, at least 50 years, um, there's been some level of steel or, or yeah. more, but th- these are these are the ones fresh right in front of us. And so there is a there's a reason why some even patriots will go on. I'm not voting. I'm not going to participate. The 2020 is still out there. Our electoral system didn't get changed enough to guarantee, uh, um, uh, you know, integrity moving forward. And it's true. And that's why I say it would have been the worst thing possible for us for there to be a, cel- a celebratory red wave. And we say, because what would be the urgency to change the system? What would be the urgency to go back and still fix 2020? Right.
1: Let me ask you a question about the, you know, because I'm totally bear witness with what, uh, Elizabeth, you're saying about you are almost, you bore witness with this, the word or the concept that enough is going to be enough. Something big is going to happen. I'm there with you half the time. So I I, I want to ask this. Is it, Are would you say it's okay for us to be wishing that the the military would slam the gavel down and say enough and walk in and we're we're going to show you where the crimes have been committed is that what we're waiting for or are we supposed to relax and not not even wait for that what what, what go ahead
2: what, i'll just say that there was um you know they have Q still, and I, I believe this was a legit. It was sent to me by a couple different people that okay. during the election yesterday, he um, he just released something that said. And you know Q is a source uh, military intelligence. It's been validated by Trump in multiple ways and all that kind of stuff, particularly this year. But it it was it, this this was his. You know uh, what do they call it? The the release that he had he just post? said post endless lies. Endless wars, endless inflation, endless printing, endless oppression, endless subjugation, Mm. endless surveillance. Who will put an end to the endless? Then it says, taking control. Q. So it was almost like there needed to be a statement to the patriots. And it's like, okay, we're seeing it's another proof. I think they knew there was another percentage of the American people that needed to awaken to what's really happening, and so people now know knew how to check. They had been instructed, even in two years since last election, make sure that you don't use a sharpie. Make sure you do this. Make sure, and all these make sures, people kept yeah. finding those who who wouldn't accommodate the make sures, and so there, are, uh, you know, I think will be eventually thousands of reports that are also. Available to those who could hold this whole thing into accountability, but just for my part, I'll um, well, let Elizabeth speak into this too. Just to agree with you, there's a part like enough, yeah. enough. There, there is enough, and when is it enough for you? But we know that they know things that we don't know, and there's right. this is being coordinated at a global yeah. level. This is a plan. Some aspects of it are decades old, yeah. and and some aspects of it are less than that. We have had patriots working behind the scene, not just patriots from the United States, from many, many nations. For those of you who wonder, is that a, is that a yarn? Is that a false narrative? No, it's not. It's not a false narrative. Uh, um, and that's going to be… Johnny, what
1: is, what, state what the false narrative claim, just so, so we know what
2: you're saying. Well, there's, I'm saying that there's no real uh, organization of corruption among the nations and that there's no real human trafficking. There's oh, okay. not really a Luciferian cult. There's yeah. not, again. there's been enough brought before people yeah. uh, just through the exposure of Epstein, Epstein, Epstein Island and um, Maxwell and um, so many other things. There's been a, a teaser of a release in front of the people where those yeah. who are hungry for truth um, can find it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we were listening to something last night, Elizabeth, that um, somebody was saying, I remember who it was right now, but. That it's not just people choose to be blind to truth, but it's kind of more understanding. They fear you. They fear what would change about their world if they started to believe a different narrative. Like
3: fear keeps us from seeing something that should be obvious,
2: and and we know there's many like that. So. There's, you know, they have sophisticated tracking systems and ways of determining, you know, how many of the people are awake, what level of awakenedness they're, they're at. Yeah, I why-
1: heard that, and I have no reason to doubt it, but I keep thinking, why doesn't that computer know better words? <laughs> We're <laughs> ready. We believe. But you're, but you're right. There's probably, there's a lot of people we know that, for lack of a better word, they still, still seem to be asleep. They, oh, yeah. they went back to work, they stopped yeah. watching the news, that's okay with them, and they went back to their jobs, and they, it's like, like Peter went back to fishing, you know? And they, So that crowd may be a much bigger crowd than we want to believe it is, and maybe that's why the supercomputer's not saying ready yet. I don't know.
3: That's why I think it's going to take, at some point, even though we're not good with the timing of this, at some point there has to be a very public Um, shocking. Here's what's been going on. Here's what we've been doing behind the scenes. Here's all the evidence. I mean, it it has to all come out. I I know, like, I know that I know that I know for me, that's, that is where this is headed. And it's, this is, this is so not what everything looks like on face value. And that's where it plays games with your mind yeah, and and Kim with your spirit, you know, because there's certain things you just start realizing and knowing, but then everything that you look at face value, unless you look again, like, for example, where's our vice president? Like, where's our vice president? I mean, who's seen her? (laughs) There's (laughs) just some, a lot of like things that should be obvious to us. Like Biden, we know that Trump is a, is a, you know he likes to make fun of people, and that's just some part of his humor. But for him, the other night to actually show an entire video right. of all of these ridiculous things that Biden these, has done this
1: these, these, these faux pas, these stutters—and they're it brain,
3: was more than making fun of him.
1: But what yeah. would you? What are you? What kind of term are you putting on? I'm not sure what you're saying.
3: I, I what, was it
1: good or not good? What and what are you saying?
3: I believe that it's it's part of putting things in front of us okay. for us to start questioning. He's and one revealing. of the things I heard someone say related to fear is the only way to get someone out of this, this mind control, this deliberate, intentional, agenda mind control programming that we have been under as a generation for many, 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 many years. Only way to get people out of that is to um, get them in a place of of confusion or asking mm. questions where things just don't quite line up and you start wondering. It en- it engages a part of your brain that bypasses fear. So fear gets us in a, a, a reactive state. Mm-hmm. So we're just continually reacting, even subconsciously, just, just out of survival. Like we can't mm-hmm. handle what it looks like. So we're just scared to go there mm-hmm. mentally. But if you start asking questions that engages your brain in a way that that has the opportunity to pull you out of where we've been under this agenda that has been very intentional through our entertainment, our media. Um, and so things like what Trump did showing us, yeah, just in this, you know, five minute video or whatever it was of of Biden and all these, it's it makes you go, that can't be like a real man. or, if it is a real man and he's that messed up right now, um, as a country, America, we are letting him be our ruler?
0: Like,
1: well, well, you our- know, to me, I and mean, this, is, this is, not, is not your particular point, but to me, the fact that he would show that now proves to me that he's still the commander in chief. Because if China or Russia really believed that Biden was out of his mind, this is invasion time. They don't, yeah. there's no one at the helm. Yeah. And, but if they know that he, that he's not really the one with the, with the suitcase, what is it? The box, the, mm-hmm. I guess it's called the briefcase or the suitcase. Yeah. Or whatever, but yeah, I, I, it convinces me that Tr- Trump is the commander in chief. And I'm still looking forward to that reveal one day. So, yes. well,
2: I think he is, you know, and it's easy to take the perspective of, because, you know, I, I think and this is just possibly I try to think through the for the military those who are part of this alliance. It's a worldwide alliance. We're going to find that out, and and um, as they process, we'll say as it relates to the United States, it's like okay, we're going to allow some pain so they wake up. And so, but the main pain we've felt in the two years of Biden, um, other being than being ridiculed around the world, is you know gas has gone crazy. Inflation is twenty and thirty percent. And 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 then there was um, I think those are the two main thing, main thing, because even the whole everything to do with COVID and whatever, they were able to pull off uh, under Trump because they were running so many systems under under Trump that Trump had no control over. And so um, the idea is like that's just not going to create enough pain. Um, that's part of my, when I'm thinking. I'm thinking because I can go the route even we're talking about Elizabeth saying I'm like, you know what, The the, the proofs that you have on the evil, on on the human trafficking, on the cannibalism, on the sacrifices and stuff that we've seen different video clips of, and that we know, we talked to people who have been at tribunals, uh, and all that we believe them or not, we believe them, and that there's been, and we're like, these things need to be shown to the American people. If you want them to there's a part of me is like, they're not going to wake up anymore until you show them something. Yeah. Not, it, it Gas can't be bad enough. I
1: mean, yeah, we're all on that same page, aren't we? We all have, we're saying, come on, let this, sh-. you know, it's a show to a degree to those of us who are awake, but we need the show to begin to, to those who are sound asleep. They need a wake-up call. I think that's why we keep getting these, these are not prophetic words, but patriots are supposedly in the know would say they're going to try and pull the deep state's going to try and pull off a fake nuclear attack and but even if they did they said don't worry it's not going to be real but it's going to look real and they're saying don't worry but this is going to needful for them to scare us but it's needful for us to wake up i don't know what are your thoughts about some of those predictions again those are prophetic
2: we understand it always goes into danger because if if they do something that's deceitful enough that the human populace believe it, then somebody else could believe it as well. And so it, it can, you know, yeah. something fake can set off, set off something yeah, real. I don't want that. But I think part of it, I think as the body of Christ, for those who think in terms of the kingdom, which is the way I was introducing the whole thing, is we have to um, look at look at it from that higher view. And there is the assignment. I insist upon that President Trump was given an assignment. It's like the Cyrus call. There is the assignment that there's good people. There's a bunch of good people that we don't know anything about. We haven't met Um, this military alliance and, um, and, but they're they're not who we're leaning on. Those are instruments of the Lord. This is a kingdom thing. That's why I started with that Daniel scripture. And I'm going to read that one more time to to make that point. And in the days of these Kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom. So, The God of heaven will set up a kingdom, and which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to the other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. So there are instruments of the Lord, but for those who consider themselves kingdom thinkers, kingdom partners, kingdom children of the king, that's that becomes something we can progress with even if we're not sure about what level of the plan intelligence and whatever there's there the plan and then there's God's the plan mm-hmm. and ultimately God's the plan he always works he doesn't have to but he works with his awake kids and so mm-hmm. there is the part that we can continue to uh, be proactive in in decreeing declaring speaking uh, staying in confidence carrying uh, kingdom presence joy Understanding, endurance, understanding, inevitable, yeah. inevitability. Inevitability. Thank you. That was good. That was
1: good. <laughs> That's seven syllables, and you did it without flinching. Well done. You 11. know what?
2: I was. I wanted to say it in Spanish, but um, <laughs> and I was like, I can't say. But it only was coming to me in Spanish, <laughs> uh, and so we needed. It's
0: inevitable.
2: To, yeah, it's inevitable what we're, what we're headed towards and what he's bringing us through. And so this is about our King. This is about, um, you know, Jesus paid a price with his blood, the son of God, he came to earth. Mm -hmm. He says all authority in heaven and earth is mine. Go. Therefore disciple the nations, disciple the nations, speak to them, the good news, who I am, what I have brought for them on earth as it is in heaven. That's the meta narrative we're invited to step into. And any little blip delay that happens right now, Yes, it's, it's theoretically unfortunate, but for those who know of friends and family who are still asleep, you're aware that yeah. um, that you know. I won't say we're not ready because we are ready. Yeah, God can deliver through many or few, and He always starts deliverance with you know, like the Gideon's three hundred with the lesser. Right. So we don't need everybody uh, awake, and and hopefully, what just took place was fodder for the next level actually i remember the part i wanted to say okay um, from earlier because i was talking about going to this new kingdom era and and there is an aspect of it right now it's why it feels so intense and why we're ready to be done with it Mm. it reminds me even though i never birthed children um i was beside the one that was birthing children and it's just uh, even when it's a relatively fast one we didn't have some of these harrowing 20 hour labors that oh
1: uh, awful. yeah
2: you know we have but it's still always way too long and and it's like and then you're uh, do we think and so you wait for the report from um the nurse or or whoever's there it's like oh she's at a seven it's a seven now About oh, this is a 10 and then it's like i add an eight and so you need to get to a 10 and and, and then the birthing takes place and then even then okay uh, and I'm what comes to mind and I was thinking of because our, our, our biggest baby was Justice and our daughter Justice brought his shoulders and that's prophetic as, as well in all that. And I remember and then there's like, OK, tell her push. OK, push, sweetie. I think you can do it on this one. You push with everything. And yet it's not. It didn't happen. We're going to have to do it again. Oh, and really? so there is a, a hanging in there to push again. So every time there is, we, we can tell even this, uh, and there was a sensing even that right now the election we just went through and it's not done with. So it's like we're hitting one of those high level 10 ones and we're not sure if this is one of these is absolutely going to push us through into the new era and it's going to be like before and after. Wow. And, and then there's the other kind of recovery that comes that comes with it. But it's we're we're right at that stage, we're at level ten stage of the birthing of a kingdom era and and it's you know we're at the precipice of it,
3: and we feel that, but then I think the wisdom is just to pace yourself yeah. you know <laughs> and and realize it doesn't matter what we feel. The yeah. kingdom of God is coming, no matter what, and it's like the
2: baby it's coming yeah. no matter so, what
1: well just, and I mean. You know, Elizabeth, I was thinking about that today, too, because I was thinking about we all have friends and family, okay, who think we're nuts and have for two full years. That's okay, because I knew the time, and I still know the time is coming when our favorite president, as he turns himself, (laughs) will return. But I also know he's not the savior of the world. But I'm sitting there saying, Lord, I'm about to look like a fool all the more as of the eighth. And I don't think he really can. (laughs) <laughs> you, no. know, you know I was like Jim, um, Graham Cook said once I had a big old issue with um, I was kicked out of a church because of the birth of the Elijah and I, and he basically said God's not going to God's not interested in, in um, vindicating you and I thought well that's lousy he <laughs> should vindicate me well so five or six years after that event I, the, the people that kicked me out came to my first Elijah conference and the one that was involved turned to me and said, Steve, we can see God is with you. It was huge. And I said, I talked to um, Graham a little bit after, after that, and I said, I thought you you said God wasn't interested in vindicating me, because that was a vindication. He said, I didn't say he wouldn't do it. I just said it's not his interest. You know, it's not what he lives for. You know, he lives for his glory and what he's going to do. And once in a while, he'll get somebody get vindicated. And I do think we all get vindicated eventually, but it's not our his primary thing in our lives, is it? Like
3: no, there's a there's a war that's about something much greater than, yeah. than yes. us being right or wrong, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, being it's it's not really about being right or wrong because there's it, it would be something if we're wrong about the we're talking about timing, uh, yeah. If anything, yeah. it, and, and
3: looking wrong, looking wrong for a period of time.
2: <laughs> yeah, there is
3: waiting for vindication.
2: There's really. And, and for those listening, again, I'll remind them even what I said Monday. I did not say Tuesday it would all be over. I'd say the worse it looks right yeah. after the election, the better. That's because really it'll be, Yeah, that's that's an understanding I have. And in it. You know, we try to, uh, we've talked through this several times on our pro- on the program as well, Steve, is even what I try to do. Sometimes there is a, uh, we tr- try to remind people that not every word out of a prophetic uh, person is, totally. is prophetic. It's, it's like some of it's just conversation and there is so much intel. There's so much processing as well. There's so much that you can observe with wisdom and have an opinion that I'm trying to make it clear on what things I'm saying prophetically and what things seem that did you can go back a year. Did I think it could be possible that there would not be um, that Trump would not be in this seat of where Biden is right now? I would not. And I may have said it as my own observation. It was not a prophetic word, but now that I understand actually what I didn't understand what Biden's seat was, um, that it's a seat that represents the corporation, doesn't represent right. the yeah, We didn't Republican.
1: know those terms back then, probably. And, uh, you know, of course, there's people like me. You know, we had, uh, I can't remember what his, what his army rank was or military rank was, but uh, Derek Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he pointed out the two Bidens. He brought the photos on. I'm telling you, he said, you'd have to be a miracle that one, your air globe is attached and the other one is not attached. And yet, I said, the one on the left, I can't remember which was attached or not attached. I said, the one on the left is the Biden I grew up with. The one on the right is who we have now. And they are different air loads. So everybody can call me crazy. But you look up Derek Johnson, he's over 200,000 views as of today. Oh, it's 300,000, I think it is. So it's really good. But watch that. because. There's stuff that's, that we are we have been asked to accept
2: no I, I strongly recommend if whoever hasn't seen that because mm-hmm. Derek Johnson he's pointing out and I am certain that because there's two or three that suddenly I won't say suddenly came out of the it's not the woodwork the last couple of months to really educate those who have a hunger for truth on um, military law on the Constitution on executive orders and really he points that's all he's doing he's not given Intel um, uh, you know, opinions, right? Maybe they're snuck in around there. You can tell. Sure, he's been. he gets you
1: know, a hot in the car, you know, you're having a bit of opinion. But he's, he's he gets frustrated that people that don't get the basic thing. There are laws, and then there are orders. You know, and then well, there's codes. You know, and however, it, he's, we're all getting an education.
2: Yeah. we're all getting it. That's the thing. It's such a different world than we imagined, and so th- that's why. Uh, you know, the point I'll make, I think I, I said this a week or two ago with you, Steve. There's like four things that I know the Lord prophesied. Now I'll, I'll say those again, and they're super, super quick. And one is President Trump. President Trump is his Cyrus. The world will be for and after even the name Trump. The Lord is blowing a trumpet. He's making a sound. There's a sound. It's freedom. And it's about freedom because that's wow. what... Jubilee, blowing the trumpet. Leviticus twenty-five is economic jubilee. It's other jubilee. That part, don't back off. Any, I'm not, and I won't. I'm not moving the goalposts, changing time. Mm. That is happening. Uh, that's the non-negotiable. Number two, he's about to, and this is not the, necessarily the order. The children. It's about rescuing the children. Mm. He's going to be relentlessly rescuing the children. We heard a, a significantly credible report that. They believe ninety-five percent of the children that have been enslaved that have been rescued over the last couple of years. And that's massive because which
1: percentage have, have been rescued? How much percentage?
2: Ninety-five percent. Wow,
1: I didn't know of, that.
3: Of the ones that were in the tunnels. Still in the yeah. tunnels.
1: That's huge. And do we have do you have a uh uh super rough uh, excuse me estimate of how many children that it was and number no, we know heard. it's
2: we know it's multiple multiple say. thousands yeah.
0: uh, help elijah streams continue to reach people around the world all donations go toward making elijah streams and the elijah streams podcast possible visit elijahstreams.com/give and become a partner today
2: and and so that but it's that's why it's one of the promo we say um, the pain is for the awakening the awakening yeah, the is trend. for the children yeah. so we have Trump, the children, the kingdom era. We're headed into this new kingdom era. And that and the kingdom era is not just religious speak. It is where yeah. we begin to see God involved with the nations at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's kind of through he, us.
3: Through his sons yeah. and daughters and anyone who wants to do it his way instead of
2: yes. Satan's yeah. way. Yeah. Okay, so it's Trump, yeah. kingdom, children. What's the other one? Um, I think I had the initials T U. okay. America, America is the fourth one. Go God has not given up on America by any means. There's not judgment on America. America, United States, is a gift from God to the nation to be the spearhead, the point, punta de lanza, the lance point of bringing this freedom to the nations. And He has not given up on this. There are foundations. Amen. Um, from this nation, and there are patriots, and there are thousands of them that have secretly been uh, uh, working behind the scenes for a long time. And so, uh, that part that's the meta narrative prophetic that is unchanging. It's uh, about the restoration of the United States on behalf of the nations of the world. It's about rescuing the children. It's about the kingdom being advanced. It's about President Trump, there being a before and after, him being Osiris. There has never been in the in the five years we've had any interaction on these things, whether by written or on this program, that I'm changing any of those. Now, the rest of it, we we throw in and out intel on certain things and dates and what may may happen, and um, but but we're not changing the narrative.
1: Good, good, good. All right, um, and uh, I'll oh. just ask this one other question, and then I'll, we'll get into some my list here. Um, do you? Do you personally, and I'm not, this doesn't have to be a prophetic word, do you personally have a sort of expectation that in the short run, days, week or two, we could expect real drama based on what's going to be something more than just a few, someone else's election was decided and something else? What, do you have an expectation of explosive events, or, or should we just, one of the persons I sent out to you today, had said, now we, now we walk out this long, grueling process about this next deal, I think. But I wasn't sure I agreed with that. Do you see a long, grueling process ahead of us?
2: No. I think we both uh, talked about that and know about um, the particular yeah. comment you're talking about. And it, it hit a flat, flat note in our spirits. But we're prepared. That's part of the we'll say the the reconditioning that we have done as true kingdom citizens is like we're fine. You know, if it does, we're okay. We're in for the long yeah. run. Yeah. We're we're here for the marathon, whatever. But it does it it looks like this was actually key towards accelerating key. Um, these intense events that have to come.
3: I've heard of um Someone that um, that I have been listening to recently say that there's been a lot of military activity. They monitor. Um, I think there's a public way you can do it. I have no idea how, but you can where you can monitor the airspace and you if you know which. Planes are military. Then you can tell how many well, that's are. That's what Derek Johnson. Yeah, Derek tells a lot Derek about Derek Yeah. This was someone else, even, okay. and he said over the last seven days. Yeah. Well, I think it will be eight days now. It's been like unbelievable, and that we have military here from some of our alliance nations, literally yeah. in our skies, as well as some of ours in that haven't been made public that are wow. in. Right now, so the global effort is is really picked up.
1: That's respect- really good. Yeah, that's, that's really that's good. I, the, I, Derek Johnson. Now he may have other channels. I'm I'm with on his channel on Telegram, and he's got a funny name for it. It's called Rattle Tra- Rattle Trap, 1776. Like a rattle. Like it sounds like a rattler. Rattle Trap, 1776. He puts all of the several times a day lately. He'll put on the a screenshot of airplanes and tell you which kind of airplane from which country is flying in our skies. It's crazy.
2: Wow. And that's, and that's being done as part of our awakening. And so his information on executive orders to check into it. Hey, I think he said he's got like 500 pages of information on all the executive orders. So if anybody actually wants to check the law and what has happened And he's explaining some foundations that are super important that they cease to talk about in our schools is that, you know, military law and foundations precede even our constitutional uh, and nation bylaws. And so that's that's what's formed first and how they take precedent over other matters, because that's the law and order for whatever comes after that. And so there is there's great value in just looking and learning at the things that he is saying. And, you know, I've, I've been drawn to look at him several times and, and it's super consistent. He'll name the executive yeah, order, what it means. He'll challenge anyone to, to prove it means anything other than what he just said. And then not only that, found two recent voices that also seem designated and designed to inform us on that. That's so we're good. going to go back to the Constitution. we're going to go back to understanding true law and order and many things. there's just um, you know we have been we have been taken we're we're a, a hijacked nation from our original uh, design, from our original republic and the deal is just like well, if we are, then then we it's lost forever. No, anything that hijacks it from its original foundation, from its original charter, from its original constitution is by the constitution itself. It tells that it is illegal and illicit, mm-hmm. and so uh, it. it over it's to be overthrown. And so you have to have those who care enough, who understand enough about it, and so. We just see there's some um, some individuals, military and otherwise, that are looking over that. But our confidence, um, while acknowledging what they're doing and not being ignorant of it, our confidence is in God. Our confidence is in what He's saying, His narrative, and this kingdom is pressing in. It's coming in on us, and He invites us to uh, to feel that, to connect to that, be encouraged by that. That's right. And I'm always so blessed by those who come on our uh, Facebook and uh, even from the, the weekend or from the last couple of days, uh, even the song you were talking about, Steve, we've only just yeah, yeah. Uh, only just begun. I think I had 30 or 40 comments that I read right away. With those who follow us on Facebook that said that was sung at their wedding. It reminded they were in the 70s and it yeah. took them right back to, you know, just dreams and hopes and Holy. and the Lord wants us to be, uh, be in, that, in that mode and just be tough enough to go. There is a toughening up because we, we, we really have gotten soft. We've gotten soft in our Christianity. We got soft in our resolve. And there is like we're going to outlast whatever resistance, whatever delay the enemy uh, puts out there, throws out there. It, it's ultimately going to work towards a, a bigger reveal of his kingdom and yeah. of a kingdom celebration. You know, the, uh,
1: that, of course, that, you're right, that was a wedding song, more than, at least a wedding song. White lace and promises, a kiss for luck, and we're on our way. We've only just begun. Well, I love that photo that came out a number of years ago. They, we passed it around, someone made it in Photoshop, but it was a bride wearing putting on army boots, which is a perfect picture of where we are. We are the bride of Christ. More and more without spot and wrinkle. I'm not saying we're without, without spot and wrinkle. We're heading in the right direction. We're lacing up our army boots. You yeah. Know, because this is a time, um, and it's the same principle as what I've said several times on the show, is that once all of the things that we're waiting for come to happen, come to come into place, Trump's back, and things are getting done, the border's getting sealed. At that time, for reasons I don't yet know, We're gonna need this prophetic channel and the prophets more than ever because we're just getting warmed up. This isn't a one off thing that's gonna last a couple of years and then burn itself out. You know, Mm -hmm. we need the prophets of God. So well, I've got a few questions. If you got a few more minutes.
2: All right, we'll do it. So we got it, Elizabeth? Yeah.
1: Here's one down the page. And because I've heard you use the term you're more of an apostle and apostolic, and during the last 10, 20 years. People will throw the word apostle around a lot. That's my commentary. And so Susan's asking, what is the meaning of the term apostle or apostolic? The dictionary says apostolic is like or of the apostles. It also says says apostles means one who is sent. That sounds like a missionary. So what's an apostle or what is apostolic?
2: Well, for just simple clarity... In, it does mean one cent, but it was sent if they understood in the original use of it in Rome. It was a term for the military officer that was sent to the new territory that whatever territory had just been conquered by Rome, they would take over and they would set up an apostle, an apostoli or something like that in the Greek. And he would be the one that is his his assignment would be. Be to bring the culture of Rome because they found out if they didn't appoint apostles after they had taken a territory that the people would revert back, they would revert and go into rebellion because they had their own, um, they had their own holidays, they had their own money, they had their own roads. So you bring in Roman roads, Roman money, Rome, uh, celebration days. And so once you bring in the Rome culture, that's how you secured a place long-term application for us, then, is when Jesus called them to be apostles. This was a non-religious word. Mm. It was surprise, never prophesied about from the Old Testament. This is clearly his word he's using, speaking specifically to an assignment that they have. He's going to build this church on apostles and prophets. And so apostles are those who have an understanding of the mm. kingdom culture. And how this must be advanced. Why would there be a kingdom culture as important? Why would he say everything built on apostles if the whole goal of everything is just to get people saved and go to heaven? Right. This confirms to us the meta-narrative on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom must come on earth for us. The way we're manifesting this apostolic message is through even what we call the seven mountain mandate, is the kingdom of God must be revealed. In the media, in economy, in government, in education, family, arts, entertainment, as well as the mountain of religion. And so this understanding, this the, the message we carry is an apostolic message. We're sent, but we're sent with this mission, this assignment to see the kingdom of God in a practical way released and revealed in every area of, of society. That's why I insist usually that my assignment is apostolic, but the prophetic has always been there as a as a strong support for it.
1: Is a missionary, therefore, an apostle? Because, one, they were sent. Number two, they have literally occupied. Their, I don't know if you used the word occupying force. Let's say they go into Uganda and they set up a mission, and they are the pastor, preacher, teacher, evangelist, are they an apostle when they or what? What would you say?
2: No. Um, yeah. They could be, and some are. But by and large, because of the training model, you know we were missionaries. My parents were missionaries, Christian missionary Alliance. right. We're not sent to you're not sent with the intentionality of culture. You're sent to get conversions to Jesus. True.
1: Oh, it is
3: true. I would say it's a kingdom mentality. It's a leader who embodies a kingdom mentality. Um, And that's their, their primary focus is how, how is the kingdom being advanced?
1: Okay. Not
3: okay. how is this church, this local church being advanced or how are people being saved? Those are important things. but
2: Yeah. And that's why it's not that it offends me because I always say revival is always good, but I have something that bristles with revival being the goal at all times. Yeah. Because yeah. of my apostolic thinking. An apostle cannot be happy with just revival. Because That's either goosebumps, salvation, it's not a reveal of the kingdom on earth in the way it's supposed to be. It's because I'm wired. I remember for the
3: kingdom as a way of life, everything it's, you just described yeah, is like all right, advance their way of life,
2: the king's oh. way of doing things. Yeah,
1: speaking of revival being the main thing, I always thought that was it. Someone that was a missionary was the ultimate because they got people saved. And, that. um, okay, uh, we read on the air today a, a statement by um. Reinhard Bonnke, but he talked about a blood-washed Africa. And today I came across at least one, maybe two friends or acquaintances who are doing these massive crusades in Africa, and it's easy to get big old crowds because you're the white American or easier than here. I don't, I've don't, i never done it, so I can't say it's easy. Uh, but you and I had a conversation that that model, because the crowds did come to Jesus, but if for them to come and get saved, and then you to write that number down. This is how many got saved. Is that how many people got saved, or how many people filled out a card? And how do you they know that many people got saved just because they said? Uh, in other way, is there a problem with that model somehow?
2: There is a problem with that model, and and you know I, I was had a conversation years ago with a um, very high level businessman from Africa. And he didn't know me very well in my message at the time. He says, you Americans, you just get so uh, impressed with these crusades and crowds, and you take pictures and videos, and you raise more money so that you can do more crusades. And he says, you don't realize that they'll raise their hand. You come to an event, they'll raise their hand. They'll raise a hand for anything. Two weeks later, a different evangelist come in. They'll raise their hand again. We'll raise our hands all day. The problem here in Africa, he was saying, we don't have kingdom culture. We, we, we have people who know how to raise their hand and say, I receive Jesus. I want free eternity. But that's, that's a separate issue from, mm-hmm. uh, from what we're talking about. So it's a problem, not that it's wrong to see who wants to come to Christ. Right. What I'm encouraging friends I have who are evangelists, don't stop your gift of calling people to the Lord, right. but connect it to a kingdom call. Like you're coming to the Lord, not just so you can say, okay, good. You're safe forever. It's like, okay, you've been called into the kingdom. You are now called to show up Monday through Friday. in whatever area of society you are wired to be, you are called now. You carry his presence, his solution, be salt and light. And just just that connection to the salvation message. Would change it and make it apostolic yeah. in nature, especially to the degree they knew how to own own that message, and that's what has to happen.
1: Well, you know, the, the, I I never noticed it growing up when they talked about you to all the world, bring the gospel, and that's the part that I heard, and then I didn't hear the part make disciples of all nations because that meant I'll, I'll use the vernacular of the day, bring, school them in how to walk in the kingdom. Uh, not that school's the best word, but train them, grow them up, train them over a period of time. That's discipling, right? Isn't that, that's a better model of the
2: the, 100%. No, that's just right. It's like we have an event next week. And if it continues and goes on, we have our own team and staff and directors in Washington, DC, and it's a significant uh, event. And we have, we have a good number of our, we, we have young political leaders that are being trained to operate in government, even at presidential level. And um, it's connected to the seven mountain message. And so the message we have for them is, so you have to have a nuance of what does the kingdom look like in government? So what are the enemies on that mountain? So that's mm-hmm. how it becomes more than just, okay, you're saved. You're, we now need you to get as high as you can. No, it's not just being saved. Okay, the enemy on that mountain is corruption. So you have to walk in integrity. The other enemy is arrogance. You have to walk in servant-heartedness. So you have to come in this opposite spirit of the mm-hmm. ruling enemy there. And then you have to understand he has solutions for every crisis you could ever face in government. And then we have testimonies of that. So there is a discipling into the nuance of that mountain that has to be given people. And we, we have that for all seven mountains. We, it's been part of the processes with the Lord with us is it just it looks different. Your assignment on, on the mountain of arts entertainment is different. And so and, and if, mountain of media, it's different. The enemy, I'll just leave it on the mountain of media and, and leave it there. If you're called to media, it's not just that we want Christians saying the bad news to everyone. It's like the spirit of bad news is the, the gospel means good news. Mm-hmm. How do you carry Hope and good news, while still having to be true to actual matters and disasters and things. How do you how do you do that? How do you represent the King of Kings in media as a spokesperson and a communicator? Uh, and and that's huge. And so that's part of what we have our resources, our books, are, are to train people in apostolic thinking in that kind of way. And we believe that's that's what's being what we're being accelerated into through this difficulty we're facing around us.
1: Okay. And since Elizabeth is with you, I want to ask you both this question, revisit something we've done before at least once, maybe twice with the both of you there, which is we're talking about the model that's not that great of a model overseas or over here where if we can get a notch or a card filled out that they this is many salvations, it's not been that effective. Then you have the model of the megachurch that is not that effective and the few get up and minister; the the masses just get to sit. But we've talked before about the tumbling down that's coming, that's started, that's in process of major leaders falling. Um, you guys have done probably done work that I don't even know about since the last time we've talked with other people. there. are falling. What are you seeing in these churches, mega churches, or even smaller churches? Is God cleaning house? Because I'm not in touch with all the, are there things happening where things are getting revealed or is it slowed down or what would you say?
3: I'm not aware of it. If it's happening, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm okay. like, Come on, Lord, you know, grow us up. Cause we need to, we need to see, um, how we have settled for, you know, less than, than a true leader's heart. Um, Must not be time
2: yet. Well, and so depending on what part of it you're talking about, I think Elizabeth is saying that we haven't seen a lot of the good model out there. We do know some. Like
3: the public reveal of
2: who yeah, Yeah, and
1: public reveal and and maybe an absolute uh, repentance. So far, a lot of the reveals don't end up in repentance. They just say that's not true. It's not true.
2: Right. There are some, from the good standpoint, if we look at the reveal of up and coming leaders who have a real pure heart the desire to walk in truth and authenticity between before God and the people. We're seeing some of that. We don't get around enough to know, you know ex- exhaustively about that. But as far as, there's definitely not been the public reveal. Yeah. Well, there's been a level of public reveal. Nothing compared to what's coming and nothing um, compared to, you know, and I say what's coming, it's not just prophetically. It did start as a prophetic word, but the prophetic word caused scores of individuals and, and mainly ladies call and okay, email yeah, us okay. And, and let us know.
3: Not necessarily of the mega churches but of you know
1: well, well, just different well, churches you're saying Elizabeth just all size
2: yeah. all size all size churches. But we believe that one of the primary sicknesses of the church and why it's it's not been healthy enough is is um it's because we haven't had this kingdom identity that's supposed to be in there. This call and assignment To actually disciple nations, to to be salt and light in every area of society, to validate the 97% who will never have a church ministry assignment or call, because that's what studies have shown, that a maximum of 3% of church members will ever have uh, what was considered traditional ministry. And so the 97% sit around often uh, feeling like second-class citizens in the kingdom of God because of if they were important, God would have given them a pulpit and would have given them a platform. And since he didn't, well, dang, it's just God chose to give them this minuscule thing where they we, give it we, we just tithe. haven't
1: taught. We, the church, have not taught people that, that the most, most of you are called to not be leaders. You see, I said that in the negative. You're called to not be leaders up front is what I mean. Well, anyway. you're not.
2: They're called to be leaders, just not Not, in church. Yeah, yeah,
1: not up front with a microphone necessarily. In a church with four walls or whatever. We'll
2: say the other six mountains, their their primary assignment is to be nine to five in the other area. So one of the reasons why these areas have been so unaffected even by Christians being there is because a Christian hasn't been validated. He hasn't been told it's ministry. He hasn't been told that he is recognized and looked to as a leader and as a minister. So Essentially, you go to work and you're like, oh, dang, I got to wait till next Sunday. I can be back in the presence of God. You don't realize you're on assignment, so you don't behave like you're on assignment. You don't expect God to give you anything special. You don't expect God to help you be a a person of solutions and and presence. And if, if you do carry his presence, you're the most, you know, the advanced thinking is, okay. get other people saved. And, and then, most advanced, get some, get somebody healed there, but not understanding we're called actually to reform that area of society to to reveal God's better way of doing things if they're applicable to wherever we're working.
1: Yeah. And by the way, Elizabeth, I you know my heart goes out to you because I, I I'm in that zone a little bit with you even today different areas, but I can sense that you know. There's a frustration that there's a timing we thought was the time for God to clean house and and let let repentance happen so that clarity can you know so that, so that righteous leaders can and it doesn't I, I hear what you're saying it doesn't seem like it's time I am wondering Johnny or Elizabeth is our model off is our model that we need to find out who and then confront in love or has that is that bearing no fruit because it's just not bearing any fruit right now, or hardly any.
3: I'll just say this for me. I mean, I'm not speaking for Johnny. I, I even just like leaders that we know about that, um, that were like, oh, wow, that needs to be confronted. They should not be in a place of ministry and leadership right now, knowing what we know. But just knowing that it's so complicated beyond that. And it, I feel. A level of accountability to the Lord in yeah, that because sure. some of them I would consider they're kind of like peers of ours. Um but whenever we take it before the Lord it's like there's just not clarity right now on how how do you go about that? Like what, I,
1: I want to throw out just, a thing just go ahead, oh just, sorry go ahead, go ahead. Thing,
3: just because there are people that are victims that are involved, and so if they're not willing to speak up, then <laughs> you're just dealing with a leader. Then you're exposing people that definitely don't want their right, life exposed right. necessarily. So it's it's super complicated. Well, I think the Lord's going to give a strategy in the years to come that is going to be so much more healthy than then we would know how to handle things like that right well, here.
1: What you're saying, that's what I started to accidentally speak before. I didn't realize you had a little bit more there. But uh, Robin, we and I, we had covered this two, three, four months ago. And that issue, I can't remember what brought it up, but we ended up talking about it. And then he he begins to talk about the parable of the sower and that uh, or if it may not be the pair of the sore, but the but they're saying the, the, the enemy, did, the wheat and the tares, The enemy did this thing, and and the, the command is let them alone, let them grow up together. And when they're fully grown, then you will be able to tell the difference. I guess, and that was the first thing that made sense to me in a long time. And because he gave examples of he didn't name names, but then if you took this one out, that's connected to this weed or this. And they all look the same you could take out these victims that never wanted to be uncovered mm-hmm. which is just what you just said so uh, yeah
2: that that's true and there's just always a question to be asked with the lord really in every area of life is what's next yeah and good. and um because we can, when you're utopian you can just make a lot of mistakes it is you skip the patience part. There's, being utopian, you can like this person needs to know the truth. And so you beat him over the head with your Bible, not literally. Um, but you haven't established a bridge of love to them. So okay. it's like the, we've had this whole teaching on, you know, the two legs. There's truth and love and you lead with love. And so if you just lead with truth, it's people take offense, especially yeah. suffer with rejection. I've, I share this as a standard principle. Those involved in government, uh, the people we uh, we witness coach train whatever to um there's like that's a question they need to ask even for their nation what's next because you can be so utopian and so ideal that uh, you know you just just for example jesus himself he came to earth he came to where we were and so he didn't stand 100 feet up and say y'all got to figure a fair way to come up to me This is my standard. I'm holy. I'm above you all. I'm right here. He came to where we were. And so you have situations where, uh, what's my point? Like with Jesus, he said, you know, he didn't confront all these things he's asking us to confront right now. This whole,
3: Even though they were happening at the time. They were
2: happening. This whole cult, this Baal worshiping, Molech control, Luciferian thing was running all nations in Jesus' day. He didn't take it on.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah.
2: But he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. He's like, it's not time to go for gates of hell when I don't even have a body, when I haven't even built the church that knows me, no knowledge of of Jesus, not filled with the Holy Spirit. So then there's what's next. And so what Elizabeth and I have found is like, we have these situations and people reach out to us and they've told us stuff. And it's like, what, what would happen is just like, it would knock us off course of what we're standing for right now. It's just like when you're called to be a voice of uh, clarity and encouragement for the body of Christ. But then you all of a sudden get side sidelined, not by the Lord, but by others where like if, if we just Elizabeth and I just decided to uh, name names of people we know that are in ministry and high in ministry and in sin and what level of sin it would just. Create a storm, and all of a sudden we become known for quote attacking somebody. And then the body of Christ has all kinds of different opinions on why didn't you, you know, you did something wrong. They should be forgiven. And all of a sudden you're in a whole different battle. Well, the whole
1: battle, yeah. It's like I so think that led by the Lord. Even that big thing where you know, I mean, just thirty thousand foot level. Where if you if you said, well, I'm called to speak truth, and I'm going to just do it, and I'll do it in a loving way. Again, you're tearing out all kinds of attached seeds and wheat and weeds, and it's all together, and you don't even know what you're pulling out. But yeah, yeah, and I'm not speaking about you guys, but I, I, I will say this, again, not speaking of you two. You guys live in grace and mercy and all that, but I've seen people who took on, um, they became the people who always confronted sin. Their ministries just just, I'm not saying they shouldn't confront sin at all, but if it became the primary action for them.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm not referring
0: well, to it
2: right well, now, but... One
3: encouraging... Go ahead.
0: Well,
2: let me just say another way to look at that is, it's like, just like in the natural, you have, um, like, I don't know if these are good analogies. I think of a doctor, we're supposed to think of a doctor positively. After the last couple of years, it's <laughs> hard to think of them positively. Yeah. Say there are doctors... And they are policemen. It just doesn't work if a doctor or we could say a counselor, a counselor trying to be a policeman. So someone comes into a counselor. You have to show kindness, love. And that's what you're there for. If you decide as soon as, you know, the counselee tells you about a drug problem you had, it's like, I'm calling the police right now to get you arrested. It doesn't work for the counselor to also be the policeman. So God's given you an assignment, which is to be a nourishing or a nourishment Life giver to the body of Christ. Yes, somebody needs to be doing, we'll say the policing, yeah. uh, um, and and and. But if you try to do if you try to do that when you're not called to it, and I, I don't know if anybody's actually called to be a policeman for yeah. the body of Christ. But there is a there is a call to be truthful, and 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 you know we are a mess in that area, and we, our hearts yeah. do fall for these people who feel yeah. like they've been. Uh, we not just feel like they've been abused uh, sexually in other ways by pastors and ministers, and they have no recourse. And it's like, it's just, it's kind of an unfortunate thing hanging out there in the body of Christ that we need help. And part of our extreme makeover that he's doing, well, we have to have a better system of accountability there. What were you going to say Elizabeth, if I didn't throw you off?
3: I was just going to say, um, I look for when victims are willing to step up and say, this is what I've experienced. This is what has happened to me. Those are key moments where we can come alongside of them and add credibility to what, what they're being brave enough to say. And then, you know, you're not exposing something they're not ready to expose. You're just, you know, one of those, um, people that i think is kind of an early riser in this um surprisingly enough so maybe some of you have heard of the the show um and you might want to maybe she'll come on here sometime but um ginger duggar so the 19 kids and counting it's just one of those shows and you know they've been watched my kids grew up some of my kids grew up watching that show and the kids have now, they, they were all homeschooled. They've grown up now. Many of them are married. And they were all kind of raised in the, the Bill Gothard culture. Uh, yeah, concert. oh, yeah. And she is coming out with a book in January. And she just did a little four-minute promo video about it. And, and she's brilliant. She's absolutely this brilliant. This is the
1: mom? This is the mother?
3: This, this is the daughter, maybe the I'm,
1: daughter. I can't remember. If her
3: name is Ginger. Maybe she's. I think it is Ginger, but she's one of the daughters. She's married now, and she says this is not going to be an expose on my family, but I have. I feel like a lot of people, and in the face of deconstruction of faith, she brought in this new term that I never heard before, and she said, "I've I've learned how to detangle."
1: That's good. What
3: I was taught that was wrong and it had nothing to do with the Jesus that I've come to know and love. And I want to help people that have been through similar situations where they've been taught something or experienced abuse in a church setting or in a religious setting and be able to detangle their relationship with God from what man did that was, that was wrong. Um, And she's a young sharp person i I feel like like there's i could see her stepping into a leadership role and then i think as more people like that step out and they get brave and i mean to to speak out against you know someone that's such a name is a big deal and and they're going to lead the way and help us realize we need to put some some new normals in place where it's normal to report something i wish we had like i don't know if this is a good idea or not but i wish we had something like a yelp for churches and church leaders like where people could could say you know this is my experience here's what happened to me they do this about restaurants you know i had a bad experience at this restaurant it doesn't mean you don't go to the restaurant it just means huh Let's see how they dealt with that. Did they deal with it?
2: Well, I would like to limit that. I think it'd be um, <laughs> we were pastors for fourteen years. You know, I think at some point you might make every single. At some point, if you just stay true with the Lord, saying you might every might make every member. It, it becomes some, obvious because there's a parental, comments, but you know? but there could be. I think for, I'm most concerned is is sexual abuse. Yeah, and sure. if someone's just not exactly. safe when there's. Yeah, Uh, you know, there's pedophilia, sexual sexual abuse, that kind of thing, and and it's repeat and it's over and over and it's known and it keeps happening and that person stays in that position of trust and and there's re-victimizations, re-victimizations. We do need to have a a a, a better process. And like Elizabeth said, we have told several. We said we're not going to just go out on our social media and name this person because you you told us, but if you name them. And we will tell that we find you credible. Like if you initiate, you put yourself out there. Um, I said, because ultimately that's what's going to, that's what's going to have to happen anyway. And so- You said they that to
1: them or they said it to you?
2: We said that to them. Okay. At some point, uh, Like that's what they have to be prepared for is if you're yeah. talking about somebody famous, I said, you have to understand that one of the things that could happen is that you then get known the rest of your life, by having been the victim of this person, and right. is that something that you can overcome? Is that something that, yeah. you know that, that that you want? And so it's in some, you know. Yeah,
3: it's there's between that and a responsibility to to alert. This is a wolf in sheep's clothing.
2: It's, yeah, it's it's a tough. You know, anyway,
0: gone on. You,
1: you know, we were, and I was just going to say this one other thing too because we. But well, even hearing about the tunnel thing, and it's really good news to hear that you say 95% of those kids have been rescued. That's what but, we heard. But I, hopefully that's true. But I have a, uh, <laughs> don't strike me, God, a bone to pick with the Lord. How could you wait 50 years of this, Lord? Where did you get this kind of patience? But it, it illustrates the point God is supremely smart and wise and intelligent and Uh, And every other possible good thing, he knows that he knows what is the right time and the right way. And so some of those things that are that bad, he let go for several generations without seemingly doing a lot for it. I mean, from a human perspective, what were you going to say?
2: Well, you know, I first of all say I identified with that. and, And really, when I came upon in the last couple of years, some of the stories, I just had to have some heart to hearts with the Lord about it like you know just flat out saying like how do you watch that and not do something about it yeah. and then it was you know a progressive revealing of the lord is like what i didn't understand is this is what's been for seven thousand years right. this is how society has functioned right that literally except for the children of israel in that brief period and mainly again david's and a little bit of solomon and there are some other brief breaks There has been the nations of the world have operated a system where uh, until the United States came in as a nation, you have to understand up to then for forever and ever that over 50 percent of the people were slaves. Slavery slavery was not outlawed. uh, um, uh, Human sacrifice was an outlawed in Rome till 50 AD. So human sacrifice was all the years, thousands of years before Jesus That was how all nations operated uh, uh, as human sacrifice. And so this thing that sounds horrific and terrible, um, every ruler of any nation, if one of his, if he just passed on the street and he saw a 12 year old, 13 year old girl or boy or whatever, and he wanted, they they take him and it's for sexual pleasure, whatever they want. And if a parents complain, they get killed, they get executed. Uh and, and that word gets out. That's just how society in general, 90 something percent ran and has run for it ran for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. So we're thinking like when did this start? It's always wow. in there. Wow. And this is what he's come to do. He has come to set the captives free. And he said it is for freedom that he sets yeah. us free. So our assignment is to be in this progressive, uh, as he is, so are we in the in this world. And so that's that's why we have to shift the narrative. From yeah, well, that's an entirely
1: different perspective, isn't it? it yeah. that's an entirely different perspective. In other words, we're saying, "What took you so long?" And it's that's the wrong question. It's what is? It's more like, "How could you not have known this? this has been going on?" But it sounds like it's all available information if you choose to study history in that way. But. People it makes you
3: appreciate the covenant that he made with himself in the rainbow after yeah. Noah's yeah. ark and the yeah. flood oh. because he, yeah, he, he knew it wasn't going to get better. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it, he, his he, patience, that's how
3: much he values um, freedom yeah. and free will, and, and where that's going to land us for all of eternity somehow is worth it. And we will, at some point, we will agree with him that yeah. that was worth it all of the suffering and the pain.
1: So good. So good. Well, uh, as we close, thank you both. Uh, Elizabeth, do you feel like praying for the people as we close out? Sure. I'm
3: happy to. And I just want to say just, Steve, we can never thank you enough. Just, just I'll speak on behalf of other brothers and sisters for the um, choices that you and Doreen have made to be in the position that you're in to Mm. have the voice that you've mm. had through so many of these Christian leaders, and you've you've walked closely with the Holy Spirit long enough to make the changes that need to be made across, mm-hmm. you know, by bringing on patriots and just yeah. you're you you're you're going with you're growing with what God is doing, and it's 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 very fluid, and and you're doing it, and I'm wow. just so well, respect thank you.
2: that means your a great leadership. Deal. In, wow.
3: in, in the body of Christ, and it hasn't
2: been easy. No, it's been a very difficult time to navigate.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah worth every minute of it, though. So, amen. Yeah. Thank you. That's very kind of you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Father, we um, just look at mm. you right now, and and as always, your your gaze is on us, and we just receive your love right now. We receive all of the power and the strength, the peace, the joy, everything that is who you are into who we are right now, and. We say always, we need you. We need you. It's you that we need. It's you, more of you, more of who you are, what you're like. Mm-hmm. We need individually, personally, and we need in our, in our world, in the society. And right. we open up our, our broken places and we mm-hmm. say Russian with your healing, with your strength, with your power, your love. Um. We open up the broken places of our world and we say rush in with your strength, with your power, with your love. Yes, we God. ask, Father, that you would give us patience and endurance for what, what you're doing right now. That you would give us that grace, that enabling power that you make available to us to, um, to show up every single day. fully present with you Mm -hmm. representing your heart, caring about what you care about and um, ready for whatever it is that you're doing next. And father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters, everyone who's hearing this, that you would just encourage them. They've, they've um, been through so much, so much in their lifetimes. And just even in most recent Mm. times with all that's going on and, you know, you understand and you're so, Um, with us and for us. And we believe that. And God, when they ask us, if we believe in you, we don't need to believe in you. We know you. And we stand in that, that knowledge of who you are. You are good. You are the one who rescues and redeems Mm. and restores. You are the one who gets the last word on everything that concerns every one of your sons and your daughters, even the ones who don't yet know that they're yours. And yeah. so we just align our hearts, our mouths mm. with you. And um, we once again, we just say, yes, Holy Spirit, we give you permission to impress upon our hearts when to pray, what to pray, how to pray, who to pray for, mm-hmm. um, what to declare and decree. And and we just choose joy in the midst yeah. of this journey. Yes, we, choose. we say life is too short to not walk in your peace, your joy, your righteousness, the foundations of your kingdom. We love you. We thank you for your love in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. You want to tell anyone anything about Restore7.org? It's on your screen or anything you're going to be doing?
3: Oh, we got all kinds of plans, but we won't tease you with them right now. <laughs> We're working hard and we'll let you know when they launch. But okay, um, Real thank soon, you for we have always some asking. Exciting things
2: yeah. to tell.
1: Yeah, well, we always encourage yeah. our uh, viewers to support you you guys in your ministry. So we bless you. We love you. Thank, thank you so much. You. Let's see. Tomorrow, this is a, oh my goodness, I, the way I set my thing. Tomorrow is Hank Kuhneman. Sorry about that, folks. Tomorrow is Thursday, Hank Kuhnman. Friday is Patel Patriot. And then you'll be back with us, Johnny, on Monday. Yes. So all right, everybody. Thanks again. God bless you. This was great today. Everybody, have a great day. And we will see you all later. Okay.
0: Bye-bye. 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 This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com give to become a partner today.